Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. Now sit back, relax, and rewind your mind. Reminisce with friends you didn't even know you had. And if you weren't there, then this is news to you. Hey there, how you doing? This is Mikey. This is Corey. We are back with another episode of the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. And uh, we're in yet another recording location. We've been booted out of our basement dwelling dungeon. We've been booted out of the craft area. And outside was just not up to par for us. Yeah, too damn loud. So the neighbors with their hot rods and... I'm actually enjoying this one. We're, we're sitting on the couch. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Why didn't we think of this before? I know. So, we thought we'd just kind of uh, go over some maybe uh, forgotten toys or toys that don't really get a lot of exposure. Yeah. Um, and some of these toys, I guess, have made a comeback, but, but most of them really haven't. Uh, it's like, do kids play with a slinky anymore? No, I don't believe so. I mean, I think I've seen them like in the little dollar bins, you know, the where little you, tiny ones now. The little ones. A slinky. Did you ever have a slinky? I had a slinky. I broke it. Did you have the metal one? I did. Okay, I had metal one and a plastic one. See, I had a plastic. And one. I twisted it and couldn't get it right where it was at, so it never worked well again. It had a limp. It did. <laughs> it was only it only slink. It didn't slinky. Yeah, it slunk. It slunked. <laughs> I never understood. I mean, of course, I never... I lived in a trailer house. I didn't have a lot of stairs. Yeah. I had, like, the two stairs that came up into the house. So my slinking was very lame. <laughs> like, it's a slink. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a slay. Shit. And then you have to go get it. Well, and then, and then mine, eventually, I had the plastic one because my parents said that the metal one... Because they had a metal, like, metal ones when they were kids. Yeah. And they said that they would get, they were, like, kinked up and twisted and they wouldn't work. Well... So they got me the plastic one, and it broke. Oh, yeah, the plastic ones were shit. Yeah, they were just, they sucked. Well, I had, like, little sections of slinky, and they didn't, they didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, Egon Spangler from Ghostbusters had a slinky once. Really? He straightened it. He straightened his slinky? <laughs> <laughs> That's a mighty straight slinky you got there, boy. <laughs> you never had a toy when you were little? I had a slinky once. He straightened it. I, you know, I never, whoever came up with the slinky, I mean, brilliant. Brilliant, because, you know, they can make it go down the stairs. They made a ton of money on it, hopefully. You know what I liked uh, was log. Log? <laughs> I loved Lincoln Logs. No, I like log. Log? It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. <laughs> log. It's better than bad, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I played with Lincoln Logs where you, you know, a little piece of, of wood that had uh, slots in log it. log cabins. And you could build the log cabins. There's always wood. that one piece you were missing. It's either like the roof piece. Mm-hmm. Or one of the support pieces, but there was always that one where you couldn't you couldn't finish what you wanted to build. Yeah, yeah, and the, so when I went to kindergarten, we had way back when, way yeah, like a million years ago, they had these giant Lincoln logs, and you could build shit, and then they had um, don't they have those at the bar too? Yes, yes, they had they had them at, the, at bars and stuff. Not necessarily when I was going to bars. They made them. If they had them when I was going to bars, nothing, I didn't give a shit Nothing says, let's build a house better than going to a bar and getting Get, hammered. Getting drunk. And then trying to build a cabin. Well, I mean, I know people who have built cabins drunk. Yeah, me too. 
Then we had these. Do you remember uh, Tinker Toys? That was a tink. Oh wait, those are the are those the metal things where you can build like a crane and shit like that. That was uh, that was connects or an erector set. Erector set. Yeah. No, uh, Tinker I'm Toys. An erector set now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so you know, Tinker Toys were they were they well they were. I had wooden ones. So you're tinkering with that bottle cap. I am. Yeah, I'm gonna get this some bitch open. I'm, but I, uh, they, uh, I had a wood. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> my my monster nearly exploded. <laughs> I'm drinking monster today. And That's I, right. I forgot. I wanted to go grab the other thing out of the fridge. We'll go grab it. You know what? I'm gonna because we only gotta make it a few feet. Right. Oh, this thing just sounds terrible. What do you got there? It's a rowdy, chiseled ice energy drink. It is green tea, caffeine, endurance, and focus, and enhanced hydration energy. Oh, well, so, it's probably going to be better than what I got. Smell this. Oh, that smells like... Uh, like a fucking armpit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know that smell. I, it's This is a, a Monster Ultra Fiesta energy drink. It's in like a turquoise colored can and it, it smells like an armpit. This thing's like a carbonated Gatorade, dude. It's got electrolytes in it. Oh, electrolytes. Electrolytes. Isn't that what plants crave? <laughs> yes, it is. Plants yeah. crave electrolytes. They do. But they don't grow. Brondo. So, anyway, so Tinker Toys. Tinker Toys, the ones that I had were they're these little round uh, wooden discs with holes in them. So they'd have a hole in the middle, oh. and they'd have holes all the way around the outside. Fuck, and I remember these those. Little pegs, like little wooden dowels that you would put in. Yeah. And you could build stuff out of them. They had gigantic ones at, at my kindergarten. So we would build, you know, like all kinds of stuff. That thing does not taste like Gatorade. You, know, you said it was green tea. It don't taste like green tea either. I like, like, I like green tea. It tastes like shit? I don't know what that tastes like. It don't. It, hold on. No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it tastes like shit. It tastes like shit. So, we had these big Tinker toys, and we would, we would, you know, build fucking cars out of them and all that. And they were huge. You know, they were, they were, they were really, yeah, they're awesome. Probably uh, like on a, your way to become an engineer. Well, yeah, but not, not really. I mean, it didn't work out that way. And then, do you remember we had these for a little while when I was a kid, and then they got banned. Bristle, bar, bristle blocks. I don't remember that shit. Bristle blocks. This sounds scratchy. They, yeah, kind it sounds of. Sounds itchy. It was, they were like a block, but then they had these little pegs sticking out of them like all over. They almost look like uh, like a hairbrush, but what? they're very close together, and you could get other connecting pieces that were just bristles, and they would stick together. Well, the problem was, kids would chew on them. The bristles would break off, and the kids would choke. So they banned them. Whatever happened to just having Legos? You know, I could never make shit out of Legos. I couldn't either. My cousin was really, really good at at Legoing. He had <laughs> Legoing. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a good Legoer. Was that your cousin Nick? No, 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 no. This is my cousin Mike. Oh, uh, he had. We I didn't I didn't hang out with him very often, but when I did, he had all these uh, 
like little battery packs for the Legos, and you could push buttons, and it would make certain Lego pieces move. What? Yeah, yeah. You could, like, some of them would turn, so you could make a remote-controlled car out of Legos. Or, but it had like a cord on it, because it would plug into like a the main piece, and then you plug these motorized pieces onto it. So you could make a car, you could make a you know one, something that would swing, you know, you could make all kinds of shit. But it had like a little, no shit. Yeah, they were really cool. But yeah, I, I would I would get like the ten piece Lego sets that would make like a little spaceship. Yeah, I could never fucking make. No, it. I couldn't build shit with Legos, dude. I would try, and I could build like a maybe an I, like a like a letter I. The letter I, just the lowercase I though. <laughs> just a lower case. Just a little eye. Little eye. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to build this Death Star. That never happened. No. But Legos are still around, though. I mean, kids still go nuts over Legos. Well, Legos are popular as hell. Yeah. I mean, they got... Dude, there's a Lego place in town. That's all they sell is Legos. Yeah. And and little figures for Legos. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I never got into... I never got that into Legos. I didn't either. So... There were a lot of things that they've kind of gotten lost. I mean, like the bristle blocks, I can understand because they were hurting kids. Legos so, hurt parents. Well, if you step on them, oh my god! Yeah, why did they ban Legos? I saw. Okay, you know I like you. You you like this too, but maybe not as much as I do. The deathmatch wrestling. Oh yeah. Yeah, where they they use barbed wire and and ball bats and chairs and light bulbs. They have you know like how Mick Foley puts out a bag of thumbtacks. There is certain wrestlers that will throw out a bag of Legos. Didn't they do that here in town? I don't know if they use Legos. They may have. I don't remember. They use erector sets. Yeah. <laughs> erector sets. Erector. So we're going to go over some of these toys that are kind of forgotten by time. And some of For them... For various reasons. Yeah, some of them might have been popular and just technology outgrew them. Some of them just sucked. I... Uh, you know, because so, sometimes kids, they're, they're, what entertains them changes. Yeah. So, uh, I will start with with this one, because this is one of the, this is a toy that I remember from being a kid. Uh, do you remember Sucker Man? No. Okay. So, Sucker Man was like a 12-inch. Are those suction cups? Those are suction cups. It's like a, tw- it's like a 12-inch rubber doll. He was very limber. It's just like a jelly fucking doll thing and he had suction cups all of them he had the face of a demon or like a devil and then these really long gangly arms and long gangly legs and suction cups all over him this thing came out like in the late 70s it's like something you see in a hentai movie yes yeah he looks all tentacly and everything but the only thing that was fun about sucker man is you could throw him against a smooth surface and he would stick yeah um and that was about all he did. <laughs> he didn't do he was, anything. He was why they call him Sucker Man? He should have been sticking, sticking man. St- yeah, sticky man, sticky man. So he was available in three colors. I had a red one. It was a red, black, and probably blue. Red, black, and green. Green. And then later on, they came out with a glow in the dark version. Oh no shit! Yeah, I need that. So it just all of a sudden disappeared. There really isn't a big demand for him now either. But they're around. I've seen them around. Uh, I guess you can get them now. Suck a man, suck a man. If I can find that, I hope they have that song. 
I really hope that they have a jingle like that. <laughs> but, like Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. <laughs> or Soundgarden. Soccer man! <laughs> Stick to the wall in my hand! <laughs> so... I guess they're only like 10 or 20 bucks now. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so they're at high demand. Mint on card. 10 or 20 bucks. Yeah. So, I guess, you know, it was fun. I can remember, you know, having fun throwing it against the wall or whatever. And unlike a wacky wall walker, like you'd find in a cereal box, it didn't leave a little trail. It didn't walk down the wall. It stayed there. It stayed there, but those... Those wacky wall walkers would leave like a little greasy trail yeah. behind them. Yeah, apparently, like the and sticky hands. Yes, the little stretchy hands. I, okay, you don't see those around anymore either. No, I think you've seen them like in vending machines. Uh huh. But they don't last very long because once you get like cat hair or dust on them, they're done. I mean, you can wash them, but nobody knows that. Yeah, you put dish. You, you take. You wash them, and then you take dish soap, and you put dish soap in your hand, and just kind of, yep. like, you know, rub dish soap on them, and then let them dry, and uh, they're brand new. But, like, they'll stick to the wall, and, like, yeah. if you got shitty paint... Oh, it'd leave a grease trail. Yeah. But it wasn't grease, it was just, like, soap scum. Yeah. Really. I had... I had a uh, chameleon. It was, like a, it was like a little handle for... It had, like, a, a sticky hand type thing. Mm-hmm. It was his tongue. Oh, yeah. And, but it was that. a plastic chameleon with this long-ass tongue. And you could, like, whip it. And I would, like, put pieces of paper or playing cards yes. and whip it out there and grab it. Thinking I was, like, Indiana Jones, like, and grabbing shit. And, yeah, oh, yeah, that thing was a blast. Hey, you call him Dr. Jones. <laughs> he's, he's a doctor. So, uh, what, what, okay, I know that some of these toys I'm not familiar with, and you are. Uh, and so what is one that, that you kind of remember that... Was was like your thing? My thing, I would say, my pet monster. And those have kind of disappeared. They've disappeared. They're making a little bit of a comeback. Well, they've got the little they got super the, sevens. Yeah, the super sevens, but then the collectors are trying to get the originals. I've got one. Yeah. He doesn't have his handcuffs. Those are like the hardest thing to find. Oh, really? Because handcuffs, I mean, they broke. Yep. But kids always took them off and the parents just ended up throwing them away. Well, but they were meant to break. Yeah. They had the little link in them that would break a breakaway link. Because my, my daughter still hates my pet monster. That's awesome. She was so mad when I bought it. Uh, you were very excited. I remember how excited you were when you found that thing. Yes. That was that was a good, a good buy. So... The, I mean, here's what it says about my pet monster. It said he looked like a distant relative of a packet of monster munch. Whatever the hell Monster Munch is. Monster Munch? Yeah. But that didn't stop the furry guy from having his own animated show and live action movie. He had a live action movie. No I shit. don't remember the live action movie. I remember the cartoon. I remember, I remember the cartoon too because he sounded like, uh, he had like this really weird, kitty, growly voice. Well, it's because of that big nose that he had. Yeah. He had like a big warty nose. Yeah, like goiter. Yeah. Big old boom. And horns. Yeah, he, he horns? had horns. Yeah. So he, he reminded me of kind of like uh, Harry Monster off of Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what he would, he would be like a, a hair, one of the Harry monsters. Yeah, like a, well, there, there was a monster on Sesame Street called Harry. Big blue monster with a big nose. Oh, yeah. And I remember that, but yeah, like the, the monsters off of the Muppet show. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what he, what he was. He kind of, kind of looked like that, but with a, I don't know, you'd call it like a Clive Barker twist. Yeah, to a, they had a little bit of a horror element to him because he was supposed to be scary 
ish. Yeah, and he was he, he was, I guess, somewhat dangerous because they kept him in kept him in chains. chains yeah, one of them had football pads. Yeah, yeah, and that's what the 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 new little figurines. They have one with football pads. They have, I think, one's just regular, and knowing. You know how they take these children's lines. One was probably a chef, and one was probably a you know a, a, a fucking you know barber or something. I mean, they probably had jobs. Bounty hunter. Yeah, <laughs> my pet monster, the bounty hunter. <laughs> well, the one with handcuffs escaped. They had to send somebody after him. Yeah, so it makes sense. It would have been dog. <laughs> dog was the my pet monster bounty hunter. <laughs> Cause you, all right, bro, 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 bro. That was bro. bra. Bruh, 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 you, bruh, 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 you can't, okay, bruh, you can't, you can't be breaking out of your handcuffs, bruh, okay, you're in handcuffs for a reason, bruh. Here, chill and have a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> have a cigarette, we're gonna smash your crack pipe here on the ground so you don't get busted with that, and we're gonna take you back and put you in your little orange handcuffs. <laughs> okay, bruh? Alright, bruh. Okay, bruh. I still have a crush on his daughter. Anyways. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of... Little furry creatures. Do you remember Popples? I do remember Popples. They they came back a few years back because I know my daughter had one or she wanted one, and I don't think we ended up getting her one. So Popples were the ones that like folded into themselves and became a little ball, right? Yeah. I can remember. It's kind of like watching like um, Gremlins. Yeah, because they would just boop, and yeah. it would be like a, a dog, a little dog, or, or a, critters. Y- yes, they were critters. Yes, but they were cuddly. They were more cute cuddly. little critters. They didn't yeah. have the sharp teeth. Yeah, they they didn't kill you, because back in the day, you know, if your toys came to life, they fucking killed you and everybody you loved. Yeah, and now it was just like, if your toys come to life, they you know they're your buddies, and that's not you know no. I liked it back in the day when they were dangerous. I, I do like the Dangerous Toys. So, uh, do, do Dangerous Toys. Do you remember that band? I do. I, I ran. I ran across. Okay, we're gonna get off topic for a second. No. <laughs> I like how we have to say that. <clears throat> People know when all of a sudden when we're talking about something and we just go, "Hey, do you remember?" It's like fuck. They're gonna go off topic again. Dangerous Toys. That's why we have a two and a half hour show. I know because we, <laughs> if we stayed on topic, it would be like a twenty minute long yeah. show. <laughs> so, so Dangerous Toys, the band. Uh, hair band, I believe, out of Texas. Yeah, and so. they had that harder edge to them. They weren't the pretty boy band like like Poison, for example. Yeah. You know, uh, which Poison, I, I, I enjoy Poison, uh, Cinderella, all those great hair bands, those glam metal bands. These guys were not glam metal. They were hair metal. They they had their hair all teased up. They had long hair that was all teased up. But they were singing very explicit songs. They kind of reminded me like, um, what is that band? They were all, they were like, they were, they were like a hair metal band. I think it's the same band I'm going to say. Who is it? Jackal? No, no, Jackal's oh. fucking awesome. Um, or they were. Uh, I think they're still playing music. Yeah, they were up in, uh, he had a fucking. He has a bar in Sturgis. Yeah. Jesse James Dupree. I can't remember the name of the fucking band, but I remember like people used to throw meat at him on stage. Uh, Iggy Pop? No, this is a big metal band. Oh, he's so, oh, Wasp. Wasp, yes. yes. They were kind of remind me of Wasp. Yes, exactly. But they were a, they were a little prettier than Wasp. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wasp. There's was a lot of people that are a little prettier than Wasp. Yeah, Wasp was awesome. Blackie Lawless used to drink blood out of a skull. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you said somebody threw a, like a frozen ham or something Yep, him. yep. <laughs> they used to throw raw meat at him, so we threw a frozen ham on stage. So, 
Uh, Dangerous Toys. Yeah. <laughs> they, the, this, I, I remember the, the first song that really caught my attention, they did a, uh, a remake of Bad Company's Feel Like Making Love. Mm-hmm. And it was a little harder edge. It was pretty badass. So I bought the, the cassette tape of that. I thought that, you know, Feel Like Making Love, I thought, I felt like, well, that was, I was a you know, younger kid. I'm like, oh, this is a dirty song. It's, yeah. about, it's about sex. That's probably the tamest song on the whole thing. They had a song called uh, Tease Me, Please Me. I remember that song. And then they had a song called Sportin' a Woody. <laughs> and I I uh, got on Spotify and I was making a playlist of all these hair bands I could listen to while I'm mowing and shit. And Sportin' a Woody popped up. I'm like, yes, I remember this. And, and that's the, the whole song is about, uh, basically about your own personal erector set. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, Popples, now, back, okay, this is Popples. They had like a, they had a whole lineup of them. They had names. Uh, Pretty Cool was one of them. His name, uh, they, they called him PC for short. He was a large male Popple with blue fur and pink hair and orange cheeks and orange and yellow ears. He was like a little dog. Party was the large female Popple with pink fur, hot pink hair, lavender cheeks, and lavender and pink ears. Pancake was also a female popple with uh, purple fur. So you you kind of get the idea. They're they got different names, but they're the same fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, Puzzle was one. Prize was one. Puffball. Pretty bit. Uh, they should all have been named Puffball. Potato chip. There was one called Potato Chip, and Putter. And then they had Rockstar Popples. They call them Lays for short. Yeah, <laughs> Lays Ruffles. He had ridges. <laughs> he was the he was the rebel of the yeah, group. He had ridges. Now ridges are better because if you have a ridge chip, you can stick your tongue in the ridges, and that's where all the salty chip dust is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know what chip? You know what chips are made out of? Potatoes. Porto. 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 It's another Greasy Strangler reference for those that like Greasy Strangler. If you if you haven't seen it, see it. It'll change your life. You also need to watch Cycle Gorman. <laughs> I need to watch that. The movie's fucking great. Uh, there were Rockstar Popples and Baby Popples. The Rockstar Popples, um, they came with a microphone and came with the guitars. And they had, like, tattoos on their bellies. So oh, like, shit. like a Care Bear, they had, like, a star or they had a, a lightning bolt. And then the babies were just smaller. And they had baby bonnets and bibs and booties. Then they had Pufflings. Pufflings were... Uh, they were like popples, but they were just like a little ball of fur. And then you flip them inside out, and they would be a little ball, and then you pop them the other way, and they'd just be a ball of fur. A ball of fur with ears. With Yeah, with, with ears and a little nose sticking out. They had sports popples. They had all kinds of shit. They just really hoard the hell out of that. They thing. did. They had, they, you ever have a pocket popple? Maybe. <laughs> Is that a popple in your Wait, pocket? Wait, no, no, that wasn't a pocket popple I had. <laughs> Sorry. That's a different kind of toy for a different kind of episode, I think. Uh, the pocket popples, they were they were smaller, they, so they would fit in your pocket, as the name would imply. They but go in my pocket. They had PVC plastic faces on them instead of the fur. The fur yeah. Uh, so they were, they, they've been revived, but popples... I remember them being like insanely popular and then just disappearing. Yeah. There was a whole line of stuff like that. Um, do you remember Monchichi dolls? I do remember Monchichi dolls. Dude, those things were creepy and cool as hell and cute at the same time. They were like a little monkey. Yeah. And they sucked their thumb. Mm-hmm. I think that promoted um, bad behavior because you're all trying to get a little kid to quit sucking their thumb 
Then you give them a toy that sucks its thumb? Yeah. Um, I think it had a hole somewhere else, too, that you could stick the thumb in. I don't think it had a hole anywhere else. It was in the mouth. <laughs> I, I really don't I don't think it... He's got one in his mouth and one in his butt. <laughs> <laughs> <Are you, laughs> if you like, are, are you going to get busy and do some work today, or are you going to sit around like a manchachi with his thumb in his ass? <laughs> so I do think that my cousin Nick had a manchachi doll. Yeah, that explains a lot. Um, I, th- I think he had a manchachi doll. But he had a couple that I think he still has to this day. Really? And you could not, you could not pry these things out of his hands. One was a Wicket, the Ewok oh, yeah. doll. I know he still has that. And it was just, it was a big furry Ewok doll that had the little cowl that they wore, the little hood thing that they wore. You know why they had those hoods? Hmm. To hide the stitching. Probably. Or hide the zipper. Hide the zipper? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. He also had, and this thing, I think he still has it, but we could not get this thing away from him ever. And I would I would take it from him and hide it. He had a glow worm. Do you remember glow worms? I remember glow worms. Where you'd squeeze them and their face would light up, yeah. their whole head would light up. And they played music. Eventually, they did make yeah. something play music. This one did not play music. It just, it was a worm it with a little glow. nightcap on, and it was like a nightlight for kids, you know? They could squeeze it, and the face would light up, and they could see that there were no monsters in the room, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I used to I used to hide that thing from. I think he still has it. I think it still works. No shit. Yeah, he's got a few little toys that he that he kept from his childhood, which is kind of cool, you know. He, uh, I was a little older. Definitely so. smarter than us because we had to buy all new stuff. Yeah, yeah. He he kept, and it's not like he, this was you know well played with and well loved because I mean, like I said, he slept with with this both of these things. He would sleep with them when he was a little kid. And uh, now, he still sleeps with it now. No, I actually I think that they're both uh, encased in plastic bags in his closet. Uh, yeah, he's taking care of them, which is if I had anything like that, it would have been burned and blown up with a firecracker. Mm-hmm. And, That's what I did my GI Joes. Yeah, and I still kick myself in the ass for doing that. Me so, too. Uh, what else we have? Here? I've got one. What do you got? What the hell are they called? Wuzzles. What the fuck is a wuzzle? Exactly. Wuzzles were the, they were a mix between like two different animals. I think they even had a cartoon. Okay, like a lion and a bumblebee. So yeah. Yeah, okay, I remember this. It thing. was like, and if, after reading what this says, it was almost like if Dr. Moreau was to do a children's cartoon. <laughs> Dr. Remote, remote, remote. Ramo or Moreau. Moreau. Do- Dr. Ramon made teddy bears. Dr. Moreau made teddy bears? What? <laughs> <laughs> Moreau. Doc- the island of Dr. Moreau. Yes. Okay. Or it's he, like, it's he, like if he made teddy bears. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If he made teddy bears or they said, we need to come up with an idea for a new cartoon. Yeah. Call Dr. Moreau. He makes weird shit. He'll come up with this, dude. They're fucking just... Basically, like you said, a lion and a bumblebee together. I remember that. Or bumble lion, I think they called it. Yeah, and then there's like, uh, is that a hippo and a rabbit? But here, what this says. Whoa, 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 whoa! What part was hippo and what part was rabbit? I think the body was a rabbit and the face was a hippo. Because if and then it, there's a rhino, rhino and a monkey. Was it tree dwelling? It might have been a tree dwelling rhino monkey. Did it have a horn? It had a horn, but the body was a monkey. 
These things sound like fucking nightmares. Yeah. It was like, here, look at it, look at back now. This sounds horrific. The kind of thing that got Jeff Goldblum in trouble in The Fly. Okay. The Wuzzles were frightening mutant mixed breed of two different animals. One was a crossover between a bee and a lion, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Another was a rabbit and a hippo. And a horrific, a horrible animal experiments were rightly shut down. So, okay, this rabbit I mean, hippo thing is really fucking with me. Because if it had, like, the ass of a hippo but the legs of a... Uh, oh my god! It's a it's a hippo with bunny ears. Dude, it'd be so top heavy. Well, it would. I mean, the legs. Think of how powerful the legs would be to bounce a fat ass hippo around. <laughs> wow! They should do that with frogs, but give frogs wings. Now that yeah. So then when they hop, they didn't hit their ass. Well, and that's something. That, that's an analogy that I always use when somebody's like, "Man, I'm really having a tough time in life." You know, maybe you know somebody that's. You know, the car broke down, they don't have a place to live, they're kind of, you know, it's, I always tell them, look, I know you're having a hard time, but even a frog's got to bump its ass if it wants to get anywhere. Yep. So, let that be a lesson to you. If, you, if you're if you're having a hard time in life, it's temporary, if you put the work in. Don't, you know, don't go mooching off of people, just, you know, just live live through it, you know. Live through it, reach out for help. Well, we can make this a public service announcement. Reach out for help. Somebody be there to help you as long as you're helping yourself. It's kind of like a haiku right there. What? Haiku. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, wuzzles. Wuzzles, yes. Very interesting looking. Did you have a wuzzle? I did not. Because I think they were supposed to be specifically for, like, girls' toys back then. Yeah. But I remember watching the cartoon, and I can can hear and see the music intro. I I can do now. But, yeah, I mean, looking back, I mean, back then it was cool shit. Wuzzles were almost like, uh, the cartoon at least, was almost like uh, a cross between Care Bears and Shirt Tails on acid. Yes, and Shirt Tails were cool shit. Shirt Tails were fun. I mean, they had, they were all just like zoo animals or yeah. park animals. They had all these superpowers because they had these weird shirts on. They had, yeah, their t-shirt was superpower. Yeah. Fucking weird. They had toys, too. I remember those toys. Yeah, they, they had, like, little PVC toys. Yeah. They well, they, they had stuffed toys, too. Oh, did they? Yeah, I can I can remember those. Yeah, dude. Wuzzles were... If they made a horror movie, they, they would be a great horror movie. Oh, they would. And they're starting to do that with, with... Yes. Ideas from, like, the 80s. They're making them into horror movies, and that would be a good one. That would be a really good one. We should talk to somebody about that. I think we know, we know a few people. Yeah, we do. Do you ever remember, and this came out in the 70s, but I remember him being around in the 80s. Hugo, the man of a thousand faces. No, but that sounds cool as hell. Okay, Hugo, here's a picture of Hugo. Hugo looks like Vern Troyer. Yes, exactly. Oh my God, dude. And what it was, it was, uh, he was a puppet, but he had all these disguises you could put on him. And so it was, it was a little bald, bald-headed puppet. And you could put different noses on him. You could put different, you know, eyes. And they would, like, clip onto him. Wigs, mustaches, facial hair, things like that. Different teeth. Uh, these things were terrifying. And I actually got to see one of these. Like, I remember when I was little. I can I remember being... But by the time that I was exposed to them, yeah. most of the shit was gone. Most of the, the parts were gone. Uh, I went to a really cool toy store down in uh, Wichita. I still need to go to that. Uh, it's called uh, 1313 Walking Bird Lane. 
They were on uh, that that toy mm-hmm. toy show uh, toy store near you. Yeah. On what was that on Netflix? I think or it was on Netflix. Or one of the, one of the I think it was on Netflix. They were on there. Kick ass toy store. But he had a Hugo doll, and he showed it to me. And as and this was just like last year. Yeah. As an adult, I looked at this thing and I was like, "Holy shit, that's terrifying," because it almost seemed to like like the eyes almost look lifelike as he's looking at you and you're, he's like, you know. Put a put a nose on me, fucker. You know, it's like, <laughs> I it, dare you. Yeah, I dare. Yeah, come on. It, it was like it was gonna bite you. You know, if you put the wrong teeth on him or something, it's gonna bite you. Hugo was scary, but I, uh, I guess they're you know, they're pretty uh, pretty popular now for collectors, and there are not a lot of them around. But goddamn, he looked like he was gonna come to life. I mean, you know, we, we're we're looking at pictures of him. He seriously looks like. He looks like, like I said, Vern Troyer mixed with Patrick Stewart. Kind of, yeah. And then you, but it was... Make it so. It was the, uh, <laughs> it was like the the evil twin of of the Mr. Potato Head doll. Yeah. And this, and the whole Potato Head family that they had. This was the evil twin, and it's scary as fuck. I see why this one disappeared, because... That thing's awesome. I'm, I'm sure that uh, kids were terrified. Probably give them nightmares. I thought I was going to come out of the closet and kill him, which... Didn't have any legs, so he'd have to crawl. Well, it was a puppet, so you'd have to put your hand up his ass, and then... Kind of like a Monchichi. Help him. Monchichis did not (laughs) stick their hands up their asses. No, just their thumb. Yeah, just their thumb. (laughs) Just a thumb. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, we've got a few more here to talk about. This one's one you bring up all the time. The Food Fighters. That's the band with Dave Grohl that he had after that's Nirvana. The, that's the that's the Foo Fighters. Yeah. The, okay. So the Foo Fighters. I didn't know they had a toy line. I uh, you know the, food food food. F O O D. Not foo. The name of the band is the Food Fighters. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, the name of the band is Foo. 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 Like Kung Fu. So F U. No F O. O. F O O. F O O. D. Food. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> the, food, the food fighters. I'm looking for the sky to save me. Look at me. Okay, yeah, food, the food fighters. Food fighters. Okay. Do you say food or food? God damn it. No. <laughs> food. F-O-O-D. We're talking about the, the the toy now. The toy. F-O-O-D-E. Okay. E. <laughs> F-U-D-E. Food. The food. <laughs> Okay, I don't remember the fucking Food Fighters. I remember the Food Fighters. I hated them when they first came out. <laughs> they, 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 these things, they were, uh, like, the description I read was they were a dog's toy with arms and legs. Okay. They looked like, like, like something you would give a dog, like, a, like one of those squeaky toys looked like a cheeseburger. Yeah. But it had, like, an army helmet on, machine guns. Buff arms and buff legs. And I think they had, like, vehicles and shit like that. There was hot dogs, hamburgers, french fries. Oh, anything Jesus you would man. find, like, in a fast food restaurant or your refrigerator. Okay, so I have... The good guys were named the Kitchen Commandos. Oh, for fuck's sake. The bad guys were named the Refrigerator Rejects. They were fighting for control of... Your refrigerator. When the food goes bad. <laughs> it, it doesn't turn moldy, it turns evil. It turns bad, really bad. <laughs> now, there were five, only five members of each faction. And this is just off of research, because I've, 
I don't fucking remember these things at all. If you guys remember these, let us know. Comment on the Facebook page or shoot us a voicemail and tell us if you had one. Voicemail, email, whatever you want to do to let us know. Because if you send us an email or a voicemail, we will feature it on an episode. So, especially if it's Rex. Well, Rex... Rex, Rex is already on the episode. Yeah, Rex is always on the episode. Rex is our sponsor for our Gene Simmons break. Let's take a Gene Simmons break right now. Gene Simmons break. Gene Simmons break brought to you by Rex. Hi, I'm Gene Simmons. You're not. And there it was. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rex. I mean, that. I know you're really dumping a lot of money into this because Gene Simmons does not come cheap. We're probably going to get sued for this. <laughs> That's well, okay because you know, Rex is going to pay for it. <laughs> yes, Rex is going to pay for it. He is not our number one fan. He wanted everybody to know that. Number two. He's our number two fan. Too much pressure being our number, number one. Our number one fan is Gene Simmons. I don't think Gene Simmons... I hope I hope he doesn't listen to the show because he'll sue us. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the the uh, the food fighters, the, the good guys... Our Burger General. He is a deluxe hamburger with ketchup. I thought he was a Mayor McCheese. Well, it kind of, kind of. He looks like Mayor McCheese. Lieutenant Leg, which is a fried chicken leg. Major Munch, who is a glazed chocolate donut. That's my favorite one right there. No, this is going to be your favorite one. Private Pizza. Oh, yeah, dude. Private Pizza is a slice of pepperoni and mushroom pizza. And then Sergeant Scoop. He is a two-scoop chocolate and vanilla ice cream cone. Hope he doesn't fight when it's hot out. Um, <laughs> no shit. He's, he's, he's like, I've got to get melted. Well, he's the Arctic Trooper, I'm sure. He, he patrols the freezer. The freezer. Yeah. Um, so the bad guys, we have Chip the Ripper, who is a, a mean chocolate chip cookie. Fat Frenchie, who is a sleeve of crinkle-cut French fries. That's awesome. Short Stack is a stack of pancakes with syrup and butter. Taco Terror. I'd be mad, too, if I was the fucking Sticky all day. No shit. This, that's uh, what Sticky Man we talked about earlier. Yes. Uh, taco Terror is a hard-shell taco. And don't forget their, their leader, the leader of the bad guys. They, what, what are they called? The, uh, the, the, fridge, the refrigerator rejects is Mean Wiener. <laughs> He, <laughs> he's a hot dog with mustard. <laughs> he's a, that's one mean wiener you got there. That's one mean wiener. <laughs> now, if mean wiener and private pizza got together, never mind. <laughs> or the taco. Just hit your head. I did. The, yeah, the mean wiener and the, and the taco terror hung out together. <laughs> they snuggled. So, <laughs> well... If they were food, they would probably spoon. They would spoon <laughs> before they forked. Um, so, <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So <laughs> they forked. They uh, <laughs> they forked all night. <laughs> For four hours they forked. <laughs> For four hours, then they spooned. Then they spooned. <laughs> A spoon next to the cottage cheese and gravy. Uh, those, those guys ladle. Yeah. <laughs> so they they should have. I think they mash. They might. <laughs> they don't smash. They mash. They mash. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Now there was always it says here there was always kind of a, a question as to why M- Mattel made these things. And why wouldn't Mattel make the good guys health food? 
Well, the reason is because kids didn't give a shit about health food. Kids don't want to have health food. They wanted a fucking hamburger and a mean wiener. And so they... uh, (laughs) They actually were squeaky toys. Did they actually squeak? They they made a line of squeaky ones. Oh, for f- it lasted for one series. They were okay because they all went to the dogs. I yeah, I bet dogs stole these fucking things. Now they they did have. You said that they had uh, vehicles. The Kitchen Commandos Combat Carton, which was an egg carton that was modified into an armored personnel carrier. Of course, they had the Fry Chopper. It was a frying pan that was a helicopter with spatula blades. And then the refrigerator rejects had the barbecue bomber, which is a barbecue grill that transformed into an armored assault vehicle. They had a whole grill? They had a grill. Dude, they could have just destroyed the good guys with that grill. No, because the good guys had the fry chopper. They could attack from the air. Good point. Yeah. I mean, now they would have, like, the air fryer. The air fryer. Yeah. It'd be like the command base. <laughs> Get back to the griddle. <laughs> Everybody to the air fryer. <laughs> to the fry chopper. <laughs> oh, shit. Get to the fry chopper. Get to the fry chopper. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> oh, fuck. So. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Um. Here's another one that I don't remember. The Barnyard Commandos. Barnyard Commandos. I read something on them. It was basically a blatant ripoff of Ninja Turtles. They were jumping on that Ninja Turtle bandwagon. Which everybody did. Yeah. And these guys that were, if I remember right, it was just farm animals that were dressed up like fucking soldiers again. Well, there's a backstory behind them. Oh, long shit. Yeah. It was a secret military experiment that was buried on the farm that literally it tainted the uh, the grain so they the after eating some of the tainted grain pigs and sheep started acting kind of funny some of them started driving tractors around like tanks others started digging trenches and soon an all out war erupted between the barnyard commandos oh my god now there were two factions that were at war the Rams, which was the Rebel Army of Military Sheep. That's clever, actually. Versus the Porks. The, so it was a, the Porks were the platoon of Rebel Killer Swine. So it was pigs versus the goats. Pigs and, and sheep, yeah. Pigs and sheep. Sheep. Uh, the goats couldn't couldn't fight because they would faint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. There's a... Uh, uh. <laughs> so... <laughs> The, uh, they couldn't look in the goat's eyes. Dude, goat's eyes are awesome. Yeah, they are. I love goat's eyes. Um, I think I have one. You have a goat eye? I think I have a goat eye. It's a sheep eye, maybe? I've got an eyeball of some animal. That's awesome. Jar. My mom gave it to me for Christmas. No shit. Yeah. She, uh, she, she, gave me a, she gave me an eyeball in a jar. I think it's a sheep eye, actually. And she gave me a dried buffalo scrotum. I'm going to get a food fighter. Yeah, I just said I just said a dried buffalo scrotum, and you completely glossed over that. Like, oh. No, I heard you. You're like, oh, fuck you. I ain't gonna talk. You about also you. have a giant like whale penis or something. Wal- a walrus. That's a, it. It's a fossilized walrus penis. Yes. I'm gonna get you some food fighters. I'm gonna put them in a jar, and <laughs> I can put them on my shelf. Yes. Yeah. Put put them in a little jar. Uh, each each uh, barnyard commando 
would come with a secret code book that taught the consumer or the child how to speak the code language, which was Pig Latin. No shit. Yeah, so they would teach kids Pig Latin. They were non-posable. They were just these rubber toys. So uh, they kind of went by the wayside because you couldn't do anything, you couldn't with, them. Do anything with them. I mean, you'd, have, you'd try to play with them and you just waddle. Yeah. Uh, there was another kind of offshoot of that called the Army Ants. I don't remember Army Ants. I don't either, but Hasbro made these. Um, this was in 87. They thought that they they thought that they were you know setting the world on fire because you remember the little plastic green army men yeah well they made them as ants and so it was the same idea as these plastic army men but they were ants and they they went full bore into it and they did not sell for shit oh no they called them peg warmers because they just hung on the peg they didn't they didn't sell there were two warring factions now, there was a blue army that was commanded by General McAnther and the orange army that was commanded by General Patent. Patent. And, yeah, they just... Each side had 20 soldiers. So you would buy a card that had between three and eight. They had three packs and eight packs. So there was 40 of these fucking things. Oh, shit. But you bought them, if you bought an eight pack, you only had to buy five yeah. packs. But 40, 40 of these damn things. Who, who wants 40 fucking ants around the house? I don't even like one ant in my house. No. And there was another line. Another, another military line? Kind of. So this other one, I mean, we, we're talking about non-posable rubber figures. And I know that you love these things. Muscles. Muscles are fucking sweet. The muscles were... They were almost like wrestlers. They were wrestlers, but they were like aliens? Yeah, aliens or different... Just something weird. And they... They, they were all pink or blue. Yeah, yeah. Most of them... The first, the first line, I think, was all pink. Yep, and then they had like blue and green and red, maybe. Now, these things started out in Japan as uh, like a, a comic... Series. Was, uh, they look. They look like Japanese wrestlers. Or man- mangas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Manga. Manga. It was. It was one of those first, and they were kind of an offshoot of the old Japanese series from the I think the sixties and seventies. They had like the Godzilla, but they also had Ultraman. Yeah. This was like an offshoot of Ultraman, and the first ones kind of looked similar to Ultraman in, in a way, but then they started branching out and making them all these. Like six arms, and one was a brick wall, and one yep. was, and there was just tons. And you of couldn't these do anything with them, but look at them. Yeah, they were tiny, and they were rubber, and they didn't do anything. The Japanese actually, they made a toy line, and it was popular. Oh, yeah, dude, it's you know. yeah. Those things are like sought after still. Well, then they those are like the same thing as monsters in my pocket. What monsters in my pocket? It was I like want to hear bl- about the monster in your pocket. <laughs> there was like a, almost a blatant ripoff of muscles, but they were monsters, and they were about the same size, but there wasn't as many. Okay. Well, the the muscles, it was it was a, what do they call those, an anagram, where there's a period in between each letter? Yeah. It was millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere. That's what right. muscle stood for. 
And there, I mean, there were just tons. I did not know that actually. I just thought they were just muscles because they all had muscles. No, no, it actually stood for something. You would buy them in a little cardboard pack. Yeah, four of them for a dollar. Four figures in a pack for a dollar. I think there's like three hundred of them. Or you could get a little <clears throat> garbage can full of ten muscles yep. for three bucks. Or you get 28 of them for seven bucks. Now, the first two 28 Did packs... The 28 come in a dumpster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a trash truck. They had the first two thir- 28 packs that they made, they had two different factions. They had the good guys, which were the Thug Busters, and they were led by Muscle Man. Which is the guy in the mask. Yes. And then the bad guys were called the Cosmic Crunchers. And they were led by, oh, here's an, a name from our, our cartoon episode, Terry Bull. No shit. Yeah, they had Terry Bull. And that was based on the Japanese version. Uh, the the uh, good guy was was uh, Kanini Kuki Man, and the rival was Buffalo Man. Buffalo Man. So I don't think I ever had I had a bunch of muscles. Kid. But they ended up, they turned them into a wrestling thing. They made a little hard knocking rockin' wrestling ring arena for them. Yep. And you could put your muscles in a little plastic clamp, and then you they were like rockin' sockin' robots, yeah. and you'd thumb wrestle with them, and one would knock the other one off. They had a little like wrestling belt that would carry ten of them, so you could wear it around your waist, and then you you know, open it up. You got your muscles. You take them out. You battle with them. That'd be sweet, dude. But I and I remember these things. But I think again. Kids just quit paying attention to them because there was something early. That was early '80s stuff. Yeah, you'd you'd play with it, and then once you played with it for a while, it's like fuck it. You yeah, know? I need something different. Uh, now there was was one thing that you could send away for if you were a hardcore muscle head or whatever they called them. Those were meatheads. Um, you could send in two proofs of purchase, and you could get a 23 inch by 35 inch full color poster that showed. All 233 muscle figures. Holy shit. 233 of these damn little things that that they made. Now, can you imagine being a little kid and having 233 of anything? No, but I could be a 40. I can imagine a 40-year-old man having <laughs> Yeah, I bet, I bet. He's got, I think I think Nate Hamill has all of them. I bet he does. So these things were, were insanely popular. They were a, a big moneymaker for Mattel. I... Uh, but then, like, Masters of the Universe kind of took over a little bit. Yep. And they just started losing because cooler shit came out. Yeah. But, yeah, they're still around. They're, they're highly collectible now. Well, they had those, and then, I don't know who made it, but uh, I can look it up, but Battle Beasts. Oh, Battle Beasts were cool. Battle Beasts, those things, they were, like, animals. They had animal heads, but, like, robot android bodies. Yes. Like power suits or whatever. Yep. And they all had weapons. Yep. And you had to look and see, like, rub their chest to see if they were wood or fire or water. What their element was. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Those were, I had a couple of those. I've got a those. couple now, because, but they're so expensive. I mean, you know, it's not even worth trying to collect them all because people want stupid money for them. Right. I mean, just like the muscles. I mean, those things are. They're high. There's some of them yeah. are very high dollar. Uh, what else do we have here? I got, um. Boglins. 
Dude, Boglins. We talked about Boglins, and they're awesome. Boglins are sweet. They, we talked about those on our on our gross toys. Yeah. Boglins are they came back out. They did, and then you know I want to get I want to get at least one. I know there's one you can order from the actual company that's making them now. Yeah. He is like a jack o' lantern. Oh, that's cool. And he glows in the dark. Yes, you like glow in the dark stuff. I do like glow in the dark stuff. It says here. It says just before boys realized that girls were there to be <laughs> fancied instead of tormented, they spent days with their boglins, gruesome creatures that came in a cage and were no way rip, no way a rip off from gremlins. I think they were more ghouly. Yeah, Ghoulies. they were you know just puppets that you stuck your hand in something you stuck your hand in its butt again and. Uh, boy, this is an ongoing thing. Yes, it is. I mean, I don't know what it was. I don't know if they were just training us for when we got older or what. Well, I I don't I don't I scratch my butt, but I don't stick my hand in there. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Boglins were cool. Do you remember um, Rock Lords? Rock Lords were cool. I, I actually did like Rock Lords. I think I had a couple of them, or if I remember it when I was a kid. Um, they were basically Transformers that were asteroids. They yeah, they were rocks. I think there was one that was a horse. Well, they they they, yeah, they had uh they had animals, I think. But they were the rock lords had, you know, of course, good rock lords and bad rock lords. The good ones, they, and they were all like elements. Rock lords was a spin-off of Gobots. Yeah. Yeah, they they were and I thought for some reason I thought they were they were a Gobot. Like they were in that that universe. Yeah. So they had Boulder, which was made of supposedly tungsten, Nugget, which was gold, Granite, which was uh, granite, Marbles, which was a, a crystal ballite. I don't know what the hell that is. He's a crystal ball. I remember that one. He was just he was just a shiny rock. Okay. Uh, crackpot, which was uh, azurite. Pulver was dolomite. And then the bad rock lords had Magmar. Was which it the Great was, Dolomite? Yeah, the Great Dolomite. <laughs> Did you say Marbles? Marbles was one of them. She was, marbles was Crystal... Crystal Ballite. Crystal Ballite, yeah. Uh, the bad rock lords were Magmar. Crackpot was a fucking crack rock. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me smoke you. <laughs> uh, Magmar was Ig- Ignis. Was, you know, it'd be like a, a volcano rock. Uh, tombstone was quartz sticks and stones that was the two-headed rock lord with two different rock types and i remember him uh magnetite is the only one i can pronounce the other one is uh anthrac anthracite yeah uh stoneheart yeah, the fossil lords jawbone yeah. ribcage stoneheart was slate hip bone and tailbone oh they, they were combiners fossilsaurus oh they were, so they were dinosaurs yeah nice Nice, yeah, and then they had the gnarlies, which were the companions to the rock lords. I okay, I had I had a couple gnarlies. Oh my god, action shock rocks, dude! Rock roller, stun stone, and blast rock. Rock roller revved up and, re- and revved up and ready to roll. Stun stone, bowl them over, bowls them over, and blast rock blasts his way through the baddies. Nice. Do Do you remember the gnarlies? I don't. Okay, the gnarlies. Were, I, uh, if I'm remembering right, they were like the little fuzzy animals with like, they were just like a puffball of fuzz 
with like an elephant's trunk or like tusks sticking out. Oh of it. yeah! And you could they had wheels on the bottom. Yep. And you could pull them back and let them go, and they would take off. Now I remember having one of these. The one that I had, and this is a horrible fucking idea. The one that I had was okay. So fuzzy body, elephant nose, and like the nose would bounce up and down. You had narflint. I had narflint. The fucker shot sparks. Oh, fucking sweet. No, he was covered in fur, and he <laughs> shot sparks. Was it flame retardant? I doubt it. Narflint, gnarly hog, yeah, I, I, lizard. I know I had narflint and gnarly hog. And they had the gnarlin turtle, which is the European version of gnarl lizard, and gnarly gator. That was the first wave. There was more than one wave of this. Those things were cool. I remember having those. Gnarla baboon. I think mine got thrown in the bathtub, and he didn't make sparks anymore. No. And then his fur kind of got kind of stinky, and I think he got thrown away. Snarly Gnarly. The evil king of the gnarlies. Snarly Gnarly? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like if you get a little bit of toilet paper stuck in the hair of your taint. Yeah, I got a Snarly I got gnarly. a Snarly Gnarly. It's going to be a minute. Yeah. <laughs> going to be a minute. got a Snarly Gnarly going on here. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, these, they even had a cartoon. I vaguely remember the I cartoon. I don't remember the cartoon. I remember looking at the picture. When I looked at the picture, I remember that. But I don't remember the cartoon itself. I I vaguely remember it because I think that the uh, the gnarlies talked and they were they like snorted when they talked. Oh no shit! I think if I remember, maybe maybe it was something else. I don't remember. Here I'm just gonna read one of these bios. Here's Boulder. Boulder was the the tungsten. His bio, brave and wise with an awesome physique. Boulder leads the defense of the courts against Magmar's villainous plots. Boulder has rallied the remaining free kingdoms of planet under his leadership. His fairy temp- temp- temper, fiery temper strikes fear into his fr- into friend and foe alike. Why you got why you got to scare your friends, dude? <laughs> In the heart of battle, he scatters enemies with his stun gun blasts and zaps them into his power sword. Or zaps them with his power sword. I was going to say, he zapped them into his power sword. His sword would get heavy. It would. Carrying all those rocks around. <laughs> like rocks in your pockets. Yeah, <laughs> monster in your pocket. <laughs> so, and then let's, we'll, let's wrap up this first part with, with this. And, because uh, I know that you're into these too, I, I think. Um... Inhumanoids. Inhumanoids. Dude, fucking inhumanoids are awesome. I just picked up another one. One of the giant ones. It looks like the demon. Yeah? I just got him. He's on his way. Nice. So now I got both the giant inhumanoids. Giant inhumanoids. They what? were... I don't... I, you know what? I, I gotta look it up. I just remember them. I love them. Well, the, the tagline for this toy, Hasbro made these, was the evil that lies within. They, were, they came from the center of the earth, if I believe... And they had glowing eyes that would light up when they were exposed to sunlight. Yeah, because they had like a little thing on the top of their head. Yes, shine through their eyeballs. Shine through their eyeballs. And they said that they really had like this very complex backstory. And they had to actually make a 13-episode TV show to explain what these toys were. Oh, shit. But it was uh, a group of government-funded geological scientists, the Earth Corps... They encountered three horrifying giant subterranean monsters, dubbed the Inhumanoids, that would wreak havoc on the surface of the Earth. Uh, Tendril was a brutish creature that could regenerate limbs. Decompose was a 
flesh-corrupting vampire with an exposed rib cage that he used to trap his enemies. That's the one I still need. And then they had Metlar, who was the ruler of the blistering realm of Infernak. Remlar was the uh, master of fire and commanded an army of living statues. Now, they had... Those, those living statues yeah. kind of reminded me of the little fucking rock villains they had on Power Rangers. Okay. They look like those. Nice. I mean, it sounds like a cool... This is a cool concept. I cool think it was concept. ahead of its time. Well, and way ahead of its time. Yeah, they they said that some fe- some figures had interchangeable arm weapons that could be used by any of the members. Uh, they had glow glow in the light helmets. They didn't have very good articulation though, and they said that this thing only lasted one year because oh, yeah, was, sales were was, shit. Well, it's because they were so big. I don't think parents wanted kids to have them. Well, At least the human in humanoids, but the rest of the characters I don't know about. They also said that they scared kids. So Oh yeah, I can see that. They just they discontinued. This them. would be this would be a great show if they did it today. Yeah, because people are more into the horror yeah. and stuff, but to make a toy that scares the shit out of a kid. You yeah, know, it's pretty fucking good actually. So with that, I think we should maybe take a little break. And uh what, with the toys we talked about, you know, do you have any final thoughts on these these toy lines we talked about? Talk I think about some of these are fucking still amazing, and then some just needed to be buried with time. Well, some of them did get kind of buried in time, and, uh, you know, that's what happens when you have an idea that you don't think all the way through. I think some of these weren't really thought through no, all the way. No, I think they were just, they were just pushing, pushing toys to get them out to try to make a couple bucks. Well, and for the most part, with the exception of a couple, we talked about a couple cute, cuddly toys. They were all scary. Yeah, yeah like Boglins. You're cute and cuddly. Yeah, Boglins are cute and cuddly. But, I mean, the scary toys, I, I like me, I was always going for the scary stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, like we talked about in the gross-out episode. Yeah. It was, it was gross-out, scary. That was all kind of... That's what boys liked. Yeah. But some of them, like these Inhumanoids, it sounds like they kind of took it too far. Uh, I, Hugo really took it too far because that was terrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that wasn't even the 80s. That was the 70s. That was the 70s. But Sucker Man, I mean, he was scary looking. So you could imagine, like, if he came to life. Oh, yeah. You know, so that, I think... I know Marvel owned the rights to Inhumanoids. Oh, really? It was a Marvel comic. Okay. So I was reading on the Wiki- Wikipedia, so I don't know if they they had the rights to it or it was... The show was produced by Sunbro Entertainments and Marvel Productions. The animated and animated in Japan by Toy Animation. So I don't know who owns that, but maybe Hasbro still owns it. Yeah. But that that would be one that they I would bring back. And I'm surprised they haven't with the wave of all these things coming back. I'm surprised it hasn't been brought back. I get, it'll I, I bet you it's in the works. Cuz you had a lot of that pop culture stuff from the 80s. All the toys, it's all coming back, and they're revamping the way everything looks. And they're making them a lot cooler than what they were. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to take a little break here and listen to some commercials, words from our sponsors and our friends. And uh, we're going to come back with uh, with something a little different. Still forgotten, shitty toys, but we're going to take a little different angle on it. So uh, we'll be back right after this. All right, I'm going to take this. <laughs> I want to these messages. 
we'll be right back. My pet monster. He's bigger than big. When he fights battles, he always wins. And he's your friend, too. He breaks his chains. Put him on you and break away, too. With my pet monster, you're busting loose. He's big. And scary. And helps people, too. And he's your friend, too. My pet monster plays all day. Tough. Awesome. Looking great. And all your friends will want him for their friend, too. My pet monster has breakaway chains from Amtoy and American Greetings Company. It's Munchie Chi, girl doll, boy doll. School time and football fan outfits are each sold separately. Munchie Chi, Munchie Chi, oh so soft and cuddly. With a thumb in her mouth, she's really neat. Fun to wiggle his little feet. Monchichi girl doll and boy doll are each sold separately from Mattel. You can stick Sucker Man on the weirdest places. Sucker Man. You can hang Sucker Man in surprising spaces. Sucker Man. On a place that's smooth and slick, the suction cups will make him stick. You can even stick him to himself. Sucker Man character comes in three colors, each sold separately, new from Mattel. Mom, here come the Popples for your child. Popples are pals that pop out of pockets. Popples are pals that pop out of pockets. A soft fuzzy ball that turns into a friend. The fun keeps building and the laughing never ends. Popples are pals that pop out of pockets. They're funny, they're new, cause they turn inside out. Love I got a wazoo, I'm gonna snuggle. Name Popopotamus. Cuddly as can be, cause she's part hippo and part bunny. I got a wazoo, I'm gonna snuggle. Name's Bumblelion. Cute as he can be, cause he's part lion and part bumblebee. I got a wazoo, I'm gonna snuggle. Name's Ellaroo. Funny yes siree, cause he's part elephant, part Wuzzles come with their own storybooks sold separately from Hasbro Softies. Hey, I'm Mike Fantastic. I'm Audacity Jones. We're the Russian Leg Sweep. Do you love pro wrestling? Do you? And you should listen to our podcast, The Russian Leg Sweep, on the Cloud Chowders Podcast Network. It's available wherever you find podcasts. Rock Lord! Make the attack beasts of the good and evil Rock Lord. Rock gnarly speeds that live to fight. Boulders trapped. Set loose the gnarly. Cut off to this magmar. Good gnarly hogs and gnarly fins versus evil gnarly lizards and gnarly gators. Their every move a creepy quiver. Don't let their good looks fool you. Rock gnarly. Rock lords. Powerful living rock. Rock gnarlies and rock lords sold separately. New from Tonka. From the depths of Earth comes the barbaric and humanoid tendril, devastating everything in his path. After that overgrown octopus! Inhumanoids! Inhumanoids! The evil that lies within! Help me, Ark! Grab my line! Where's Grenox? There he is! Nasty, nasty creatures! Tendril will crush you! Tendril and other figures sold separately from Hasbro. Inhumanoids! Hey, dude. What's up? You know, I always thought that, like, Ram Man should have been a lot bigger because he was, like, ramming through walls. And he was just a little short dude. 
I, I wish it would have made an action figure of that. You need to make that. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. Huh? Well, like, I love Captain Spaulding, but I wish that, like, he was a superhero. Dude. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. You know what? I kind of wish that they would have made, like, a, a green radioactive slime He-Man that was all covered in goo. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs? What's that? Slime Pit Customs, they make custom action figures. Anything you want out of anything you want. So, like, Slime Pit Customs could just make the action figure of my dreams come true? Yeah. Could they make me into an action figure? Yes, absolutely. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Check them out on Facebook. Data Age presents the world's first rock video game, Journey Escape. The concert's over. Now you must help each member of Journey escape through mobs of love-crazed groupies, shifty-eyed promoters, I can get you the forest. and no spooky photographers. No Find your roadies and manager You've got ten minutes and run for the escape vehicle and live to rock another day. Journey Escape for the Atari 2600 from Data Age. Why do you think your mommy or daddy are always telling you, don't put that in your mouth? Let's find out. Hi, Hi. kids. Why are we on television anyway? We're here to tell a little story about why you shouldn't put things into your mouth when you don't know what they are, and why you should never take anything a stranger tries to give you. Why not? Because if you ate somebody else's medicine, some bad food, or some poison, you could get very sick. Ugh! I don't want to be sick! And that's why before you eat anything, you should always ask someone you love if it's okay. Okay! I love you. Can I eat the guitar? No, oh. but but you can help me sing a song about eating things that don't belong inside you. Okay, I wasn't really hungry anyway. Well, wait, maybe a little bit. Okay, everybody, if you see something that you want to eat before you do anything, remember this song. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you stuff it in your face. Don't stuff it in your face. Though it might look good to eat. Though it might look good to eat. And it might look good to taste. And it might look good to taste. You could get sick. Yuck. Real quick. Yuck. Real sick. Real ick. Don't you put it in your mouth. Uh-uh. Till you ask someone you love. That's right, sis. If it's okay to eat. If it's okay to eat. Like a muffin or a bee. Like a muffin or a bee. If you don't know just what it is. Remember, boys and girls. Don't put it in your mouth. Hey, what am I doing? I don't even like beets. Then don't put it in your mouth. Bye-bye, everyone. Remember, boys and girls, never take anything from a stranger and don't put things in your mouth when you don't know what they are. If you eat somebody else's medicine or some bad food or some poison, you could get very sick. Yeah. Always ask someone you love before you put anything in your mouth. Hello? Somebody out there? It's coming soon, only from Atari. The video game that lets your family help E.T. get home. But only if you have an Atari video game system at home. All right, and we're back. I just like those commercials. I love them. Me too. Yeah, they're awesome. A lot of, uh, you know, the commercials, we get a lot of compliments on because it's... 
brings back memories, and sometimes just us talking about them, people are like, I kind of remember that. And then they hear that commercial, and they remember it from when they were watching yeah. cartoons, you know? And it's like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember that. I had those, you know? Uh, sometimes with me, it doesn't click with me until I hear the song or hear the, the you know, little tagline or the guy talking about them. I like the Inhumanoids commercial, because that commercial always scared me when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it was that hand coming up. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Well, let's... Uh, Let's get into, I guess these are still toys to a degree, but forgotten or kind of shitty ideas for these video games that they had. We love video games. I do. I love old video games. I like some of the new ones, but my heart is with the old school. Well, some of these were not the best of ideas. And it's they were the best of games. They were the, the worst, worst of games. games. These are the worst. Now, did you play a lot of Atari as a kid? Actually, I did. One of my favorite games playing Atari to this day is Pitfall. Pitfall was a blast. Pitfall is my all-time favorite game, and I have the little plug-and-play Atari. Yes. The little mini one. Yep. I got to sit and actually, it's over there. Um, it had a ton of Atari games, but it didn't have Pitfall. That sucks. Yeah, I was so pissed. Pitfall was awesome. Yeah. It was just, you know, they had like the, the little version where you had to jump on the alligator heads. Dude, Pitfall was, a, I, I liked Pitfall. Yeah, you had the alligator man with their mouth open. With their mouth open, you, you couldn't you, jump on them. You just fell right into their mouth. Yep. And they had like the, the swamp that disappeared. Mm -hmm. You had to run across. There was another Atari game that I loved. It was called Adventure. I remember Adventure. Where you were in the castles and the dragons were after yeah, you. And they actually had that game on Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. It was in that game. There was a lot of pop culture in that game. I'd oh. like to talk about that. We'll talk about that movie. Ready Player One. When yeah. Actually, when we do our our um, Mystery Science Theater version. Yeah, we do a little watch-along. Yeah, thing. well, I think we should watch that movie because there's a lot of shit in that that we talk about. Yeah. But, yeah, they played Adventure, and that was, like, the final... If I remember right, it was the final game, and there was, like, a... A hidden key you had to find yep. in a in a hidden room, and you had to take it back to the beginning. And it was like the first Easter egg. Yep. In the game. Yep. And it showed the creator's name. Yep. There was a, a little arrow that was like a, a sword. Yeah. And you had to get to slay the dragon, and that would get you. That would open another level. And if you went on the difficult uh, part, there was this fucking bat that would come steal your shit. Oh shit! And fly through, and like you'd have the key. And it'd fly through, and you, there was nothing you could do. You could try to avoid him, but he'd always get you, and he would take your key and go hide it somewhere. What a dick. And the fucker hid my key one time in a wall, and I couldn't figure out how to get out of the wall. You could see it, yeah, but it was in the wall. So it had to be like a secret entrance in there. Or it was a glitch in the game. I don't know which, yeah. but... More I, likely a glitch. I, I never figured it out, but I, I enjoyed that one. I wonder if Adventure's on that fucking game I got. Let's find out. Yeah, Adventure 1 and 2. Nice. Let's play that sometime. Fucking A, dude. So, Atari had some great games, and... Not so great games. We we, we spent... I mean, I got I got banned from playing Atari when I was a kid. Really? Because... Asteroids was another good one. Oh, Asteroids and Defender. Yes, Defender. Listen, I got a whole list here, dude. So, I got I got banned from playing Atari because I, I would play Pac-Man like crazy, and... I got what we referred to as joystick thumb. Oh, yeah. I got this big blister on my thumb, 
And from like, just the yeah, from from just tapping the, uh, you know, I, I would play Pac-Man. I would play uh, all the, like Asteroids and, and Defender and Space Invaders and all that. But I would get this big blister on my thumb, and then I couldn't sleep at night. That's like fucking awesome. Well, that was badass. Yeah, this came out before like the fucking mini Nintendos. Nice. And the Genesis and all that other shit. Yeah, we should play that sometime. I. And also, I couldn't sleep at night because I would hear the sound effects in my head and oh, it would keep yeah. me awake at night because I, I played that much. So I would, I got, before it was the thing to limit kids' screen time, I got my screen time limited. That's fucking funny, dude. So I can remember going over to a friend of mine's house and he had all these Atari games that I didn't have. So I'd go over to his house and play. And he had this one. And... We were talking about it a little bit before, and you said you'd, you'd never seen this one. No, i never even heard of it. It was called Journey Escape. This was a band starring the rock band... Or, this was a game starring the rock band Journey. This was a Journey starring the rock band game. That's what I said. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this was a game starring the rock band Journey. And so before we start, was... Was the pre the the whole idea of the game was it to follow the lady's legs? No, and you know very creepily like they did in their videos. No, it was not. Okay, no, it wasn't even that good. The lady in the high heels and the mini skirt. Uh huh. No, I don't think she made an appearance. It was based on an album that they had just released called Escape. And it should have been a Queen game. That would be fucking badass. That would have been. Yeah, they would have thunderbolts and lightning. Very, very frightening. Yes. Fighting Galileo. Galileo? Galileo. Galileo Figaro? Mm-hmm. Huh. It was magnifico. You know what they should have had? should have had a Kiss video game starring Gene, Gene Simmons. Simmons. Gene Simmons as the demon. Yep, let's do another one. Hi, I'm Gene Simmons. You're not. All right, I love Gene Simmons breaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rex. <laughs> So here is the plot from the game's manual for Journey Escape. You're on the road with Journey, one of the world's hottest rock groups. A spectacular performance has just ended. Now it's up to you to guide each Journey band member past hordes of loved crazed groupies, sneaky photographers, and shifty-eyed promoters to the safety of the Journey Escape vehicle in time to make it to the next concert. Your mighty manager and loyal roadies are there to help, but the escape is up to you. So basically what this, what I remember of, the, of this, you were a band member, mm -hmm. and from the top of the screen, different, like, uh, almost like how, how on Space Invaders or Galaga, the different levels of... Oh, yeah. Well, you couldn't shoot them or anything. You would just... They would just start dropping down, and there would be one gap, and you'd have to run over and make it through that gap. And then it was almost like a maze that was advancing towards you. Now, there would be roadies that would be obstacles for different, uh, you know, levels that they would. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> there would be, you know, different obstacles. There would be. Uh, the, the, the promoter or the manager was the Kool-Aid man. Was the Kool-Aid man? Yes. 
And if oh, yeah. you, if you could meet up with the manager. There's a your villain. That's Steve Perry. That's Steve Perry. Steve Perry's not the villain. Well, it depends on who you ask. Yeah, probably the new singer. Don't ask him. Yeah, don't ask him. There's the villain. Yep. Shady bitch. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, that was our journey break. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if, you, if you met up with the Kool-Aid man, who oh. was the manager, he would take that player to the escape vehicle unharmed. But this thing would, I mean, it would just keep going, you know, and it would get faster and faster. And you were just basically, like, shifting back and forth trying to avoid all this shit. It was horrible. So, you know, it had been better if you are like, running away from groupies. Well, you were. Some of them. Some of them were groupies. Some of them were photographers trying to take a picture. Didn't Michael Jackson make a video about that? Uh, it was like, leave me alone. I think so. That was a good video because he dressed up like a rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I like Michael Jackson. So do I. Um, not, not Tito so much. Oh, Tito was all right. He was okay. So the, uh, I partied with his son. Um, oh, you did, didn't you? I did, yeah. Uh, his sister had a, mal- a wardrobe malfunction. She did. Not, not yeah, well, Tito's sister. And Michael's. Yeah. Yeah, that was their sister. Well, they have two of them. Yeah, Latoya. Latoya, she, 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 she got it. naked for free. Yeah, and Janet. She, she, her boob fell out at the Super Bowl. Yep. And, uh, well, Justin Timberlake helped her. Yeah. So. Good old JT. The, uh. Ramen haired JT. He brought sexy back. He did. The, uh. And it's going to be May. It's going to be May. It already was May. It was May. It's now May. Yeah. Uh, the intro tune was, uh, an excerpt from Don't Stop Believing. And. It was an 8-bit. It was horrible. I mean, it was just that horrible... Sometimes 8-bit music is okay, but 8-bit Journey was bad. You think they would... You, you would have thought when Journey broke up, or when Steve Perry left, he would have got his own solo game. You would have thought nobody would have bought that either. No. Because it would have been Oh, Sherry. <laughs> oh, Sherry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Could have been <laughs> That's the 8-bit version because I can't remember the words. Oh, fuck. Uh, they didn't use any other Journey music in this whole fucking video game. They had a whole library of Journey music and they used nothing. They used one song. So, it it sucked. It sucked. Yeah. And I think that kind of ended... Steve Perry's Journey career. Well, it, yeah, it might have. He, no, he was around for a few more years. But it did end Atari's attempt, as far as I know, at making rock band video games. It did not, however, stop them from venturing into... Movies. Movies. And I, I can't remember if they had any other movie video games. Super Mario Brothers. Was it a movie? It wasn't a movie first, though. No. That wasn't Atari, either. No, it wasn't. They had, however, E.T. Great movie. Shitty. Shitty. Shitty video game. It almost bankrupted Atari. Yeah. To the point where they took all the games and put them in a landfill. And filled them over with dirt. For 35 years. That was always an urban legend. 
you know, everybody said, oh, that didn't happen. And they, even Atari said, that didn't happen. They were keeping that shit on the down low. Until they, did you see that documentary? Yeah, they, they dug it up? They pulled them all out. And it was like one of the highest sought after worst games of all time. Because you couldn't fucking find it. Only a handful were available. And now, they pulled all those out. And the ones that weren't destroyed, they sold. Yep. And the market tanked because yep. all of a sudden it got flooded with... Well, the game was... I mean, the game, it would have been a cool fucking game. If it made if, sense. If Yeah, if it made sense. There was no plot to the game. But, like, you would... You know, like, you'd walk around like, meh, 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 you know, and then you'd, like, fall into the fucking pit. Well, you'd walk around and you're trying to find Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Just like in there. And parts for a phone. It, yes, parts for his, his little phone. The little. But if you fell into that pit... Well, the fucking guy with the flashlight would come after you. Yeah, and you couldn't get out. And yeah, you'd stretch your neck out and start to fly, and you'd always fall. Yeah. And you'd fly, and you'd fall. It, it, I spent more time in that fucking basement, or whatever it was, than actually playing the game. Mm-hmm. Trying to fly out of the basement. I think the only person that could get out was my brother. Well, that makes sense. Because he... He did. fights ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> and plays, he plays... Ba- he used to play bass for Metallica. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. And uh, Flotsam and Jetsam, too. Yeah, he, was, he, he formed Flotsam and Jetsam. And he now plays for a band called Newstead. No. Oh, they no. broke up, didn't they? Yeah, they broke up. I thought he was going to be... Oh, I thought he was in a super group, but that was with Tommy Lee. But that was a while back. Oh, was he in... Uh, uh, Methods of Mayhem? No, this was another super group that they had a TV show for. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had a TV show where they were looking for a singer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that ever turned out for them. I don't either. I think they went on tour. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if they didn't have the singer from a TV show and they would just got somebody else, I think it would have been great. So, the okay, the objective of this game was to find three pieces of the telephone that were scattered throughout various pits that were also referred to as wells. There was no time limit because you'd never fucking make it. I thought there was a time limit. They said there was no overall time limit. But you were provided with an on-screen energy bar. Oh, that's right. Which decreased when E.T. performed any any action. Walking. Moving. Teleporting. Which I didn't know he could fucking teleport. fucking teleport? Apparently. No shit. Or falling into a pit. That would have been better than trying to fucking fly out of that pit and you get fucking stuck and die. Now, when you collected the Reese's Pieces... It would restore energy. And when you collected nine pieces of Reese's Pieces, E.T. could call Elliot, and Elliot would bring a piece of the telephone to him. So, you know, so you could go find the pieces, or you could get nine Reese's Pieces and call Elliot. Yeah. Elliot. And he'd bring it to you. Elliot. Oh. So then... If you got all three pieces, which I never fucking saw this part of the game because I never found any of the pieces. Did the guy who played E.T. not have any legs? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think he does. Yeah, he just walked on his hands. He walks on his hands, yes. So, once you find all three pieces, that then you can go to the forest. That wasn't a costume. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to the forest and find the ship, and then it would take you back, take E.T. back to his home planet. You know, so, E.T. was part of the Star Wars universe. He was in one of the Star Wars movies. Well, E.T. could make could levitate things. E.T. could make things come back to life. Fuck, E.T. was a Jedi. E.T.'s a Jedi. Or he was a, he was on the dark side because the dark side could only bring people back to life. Oh, really? Yep. I did not know that. Yep. 
So it's a dark side of the force. Yeah, this thing it's it, it sucked. This game was fucking horrible. Uh, I loved ET, and uh, this game pissed me off. It was one of the top fifteen video games as far as sales for December of nineteen eighty two. And it sold 1.5 million units upon release. Over 2.6 million copies by the end of 92. Or 82, sorry, 82. And uh, then 669,000 copies were returned in 83. Oh, shit. How do you return a video game? Because you bought it. Like, this game sucks. I want my money back. You know, you can't just go to fucking Walmart and say, hey, I want my money back for this game. It's terrible. Well, they say that uh, that most of the most of the games were sold to grandmothers buying them for their grandchildren, just because of word of mouth. It's ET. They love yeah. the movie. You know if that shit would have came out now, dude. They had that that fucking pre-release. People have got the game, and I'm like, dude, don't waste your fucking time on this shit. It sucks. Yep. Yeah. The the internet would have killed that real quick. It was like they did that with fucking Cyberpunk. Yep. Like, the game was supposed to be super fucking popular. My kid bought it. It had so many glitches, they ended up fucking shutting it down. Really? Well, they said that uh, kids of that era, they preferred Pitfall to E.T. Of course they did. So, uh, between two and a half and three and a half million cartridges went unsold. And uh, that those are the ones that uh, went in the landfill. So, they... they claimed for years that that didn't happen but it did so this is one of the most important video games they say it's one of the earliest games based upon a movie and uh, they just said that it was an experiment in poor tie-ins with film and video games they should have just done like a short release and seen how it went out well they, like I said, they almost bankrupted Atari. Uh, they, they, it was responsible for causing the video game industry crisis of '83, and that's when video games consoles were on the brink of non-existent. And then Nintendo changed their name to instead of the Nintendo Game System, it was the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep, to get rid of that video game console. So, what this uh, what this is is most known for is being oh, buried in a, like yeah. in a landfill. They said that there were several uh, video games that were buried. Uh, E.T. was one. Uh, looks like Centipede was one. Fuck! What are you kidding me? Centipede's awesome. Uh, Centipede Ar- Arcade is awesome. Centipede on Atari sucked. Oh, because you didn't have that range of motion. Yeah. And uh, because on the on the arcade one, you had the little spinny ball. Yes, and you but you could move up and down. Mm-hmm. On the Atari, you could just move back and forth, I believe. Oh, but a little son of a bitch. Yeah, it we've was, got it here, so we could try it later. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. However, the Smithsonian Institute has put a copy of the ET cartridge into their collection. That's something of history. It yeah, made a big enough impact. The history of uh, of shitty video games, and just like the. Video E.T., the video game also ended up in a pit that it couldn't get out of. Yeah. Ironic, don't you think? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like rain on your wedding day. No shit. So, 
So, <laughs> all right, Atlantis. <laughs> That's a free ride that you already paid. I like Atlantis more, so. Yeah. Good advice you just didn't take, and, you know, who would have thought? Figures. Isn't that song about Joey from Family Full House? No, not that. That's it. the other one. Uh, you should have known or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good song. Yeah, you you should have known. That's not the song. No, that's not the song. You, 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 I didn't know. That's it. I want you to know I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you both. What? <laughs> Another version of me. She perverted like me. What? I, the last more set rocks. Yeah. She go down on you in a theater. I need to hang out with Lance Morissette. <laughs> At least I hear the movies. No shit. <laughs> okay, so now, one of the biggest pieces of shit in the video game industry. One of the, the biggest pieces of shit in the video game industry? One of the biggest pieces of shit in the video game industry we're going to talk about now. The Power Glove. The Power Glove. Tell us, did you ever play with the Power Glove? I, I think I played it once, and... I used that and then the fucking headset that they had for Nintendo. Mm. You're supposed to be like, fire, fire, and it just yes. didn't work that way. But the Power Glove was like a, almost like a, I guess, like prehistoric fucking version of VR. Kind of. Do you remember, before we get into this, do you remember when, okay, when the Nintendos first came out, you could buy two different versions of it. Mm -hmm. You could buy... The basic version that came with Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt and the, the light gun. Yeah. Then you could buy the deluxe version that came with a game called, I think, Gyroscope? They had Gyroscope. Or I don't know if the Gyroscope came with it, but mm -hmm. I know like they had the game pad. No, they had they had a game called Gyroscope. It came in the deluxe version. Yeah. of, And it had that fucking robot. That thing is awesome. That thing never fucking worked. Mm -hmm. And it was a I robot. my cousins had it. My, my buddy had it. And we used to play, and we ended up throwing the robot out. And I ended up playing the robot part. Because you could play it. You could plug a yeah, he was player two. That's all he was just... That's, it's that's just all he was, was player two. Yeah. But he had, like, a little thing that he would watch you play. And then when it came time, he could... However, I don't... The technology was awesome. But he was never spot as spot on as he needed to be. Yeah. But he would watch you play. And when you came to an obstacle that he had to move for you, he would turn and drop this little thing onto whatever button and then he would pick it up and he would move it over to the other one and drop it so he was pushing buttons basically yeah and it never fucking worked so you 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 could play and you get to that thing you're like come on you're like talking to the robot drop the goddamn thing and he would be so slow and he'd drop it and the thing that was chasing would always get you well, you know why he you know was so slow because you guys are yelling at him telling him to hurry it up and you guys are cussing at him probably and he's like you know what fuck you guys i'm gonna squish you i'm gonna get this thing to get you well, and if you were running across and he picked it up too soon, he would squish you with it because it was like a little column that would mm -hmm. drop down, and you run across it and he could squish and he would squish you. And it's like, well, we're playing with this, this fucking gate. This thing is on the other team. Yeah, fucking thing. But I think it's cool shit though. I mean, I'd like to get one it, it, the, just to have it. You know, the concept was interesting, but the it, it it was frustrating because it didn't work right. Goddamn technology not working right. No, it's way ahead of its time. So the power glove. What games were on the, the... 
the power glove because they had the, the power they had a power too, glove. They, they had a power glove game. I know that they, it was super super glove ball, bad street brawler, super glove ball. Yeah, it was a faux three D puzzle maze game with a ball. With a ball. Okay. Um, bad street brawler. Uh, it was a beat 'em up beat 'em up game. Okay. Both games were playable with the standard NES controller, but included moves that you'd only use with the glove. So, but that's if the glove fucking worked. If it worked. So basically, the power glove, for those that have never seen one, it was a glove that you put on, and then it had like a controller on the It was almost like a forearm. Like a little keyboard on the forearm, and it had a sensor on the knuckles. And that you had to, and you had sensors around the TV. Yeah, you had to have a sensor around the TV. It was like I watched the documentary on it. About the how, how that came about. There's a documentary about the power glove. Yeah, it was. It was actually really interesting. Um, they said when Nintendo, the company that made it, wasn't Nintendo, but they said when the when the Nintendo rep came out to look at it, they hadn't figured out all the bugs yet. Okay. And she put it on, and it actually worked for her. Oh shit! And she's like, "Make it. Get it. We're gonna mass produce these." And so like, the one time that it... Yeah, the one time it worked, they were like, we can't believe this thing actually fucking worked. Because we wow. were just hoping that it would pick it up, but if it, you know, if it worked, it worked. Great. But we didn't have time to fix all the glitches. Ah. So, that was like, Nintendo said, yep, all right, we're going to do this. We want them next week. Oh. Basically. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was one of those things where it was a cool fucking idea... It's more nostalgic now, but it never worked like it should have. Well, no, okay, so they, they made only the two games. Yeah. That's the only two games that they made. They released them in the United States. They did not release the games in Japan, but they released the Power Club in Japan. Oh, that's fucked up. And they just said, this is an alternate controller. So you had the Power Glove that you just use as a regular controller. Yeah. I bet it sold like hotcakes. Oh yeah, because it looked cool. I mean, and I, I never, I've never seen. I, I may have seen one in in person, never played with one. It came with like a satin white glove you put on, and then you put the glove on on top of it, and it had like a piece of foam that went that set was attached to it, glued inside. Oh, so it didn't rubber your arm. Your skin. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, they did make two more. They made a different power glove, the Super Power Glove. They made the Super Power for Glove. For the Super Nintendo, which I've seen this thing, and it, it looks complicated. Well, they, they made a couple more games, but they never made it to the final release. Okay. One was called uh, Glove Pilot, or Manipulator Glove Adventure. And then the other was called Tech Town, which was... Uh, a virtual puzzle solving game where a player moved a robotic hand around a deserted space station and you use a glove to open doors, pick up tools, and apparently they had a play like a sneak peek in the Nintendo Glove Game Players magazine, the official Power Glove Game Players game tape. Oh no shit. So they made like a playthrough, but they never, you know, they never came to be. Yeah. But if the game didn't have specific glove support, you could play it, but you had to input a code in the glove's keypad, and then it would set a control scheme. 
So it would say like this finger is button A, yeah. this finger is button B, this one yeah, you could move. So that you could program your glove to play any game. That, but that's that would be. I think that would actually be harder. I do too. I do too. And this thing, it sold a million units, but it sucked. Yeah. But that didn't stop it from worming its way into popular culture. It got a lot of attention. They made a whole movie about it. Yeah, the wizard. The wizard. The wizard. Or no, that was a, that was basically just a big commercial for Nintendo and release of Super Mario Three. But it was they had the power glove in it too. Well, yeah, it was uh, the the uh, the power glove was very heavily featured in it. Uh, the uh, the main uh, antagonist was the one that used the power glove. Yeah, and he had the quote. I love the power glove. It's so bad. Which that, is true. That's true. Uh, it was also featured in uh, Freddy's Dead, mm-hmm. the final nightmare. He he lost. Uh, he was he was playing a video game. He had a kid trapped in a video game, and he lost his controller. And then he put on the fucking power glove, but it was oh, didn't he? He kicked it out of Freddy's hand or something? Yeah, 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 and. Uh, so he, Freddie put on the power glove and it had the claws on it. He said, you know, now you're playing. You've got the power glove. Now you're playing with power. <laughs> yep, that's right. And it looked fucking sweet. There was, I guess, a... Uh, there's a, a, a instrumental power metal Nintendo core band called Power Glove. We'll have to find that. Oh, yeah, we got to find that. Turbo Kid? The movie Turbo Kid? Oh, yeah, yeah. The main character uses a power glove as a weapon. Uh, also, in Kung Fury, we've watched that. Yes, he uses the power glove. He in uses Kung the Fury. power glove. Yes, and then it was also in uh, Captain and the Game Master. Yeah. Yep. Because that was that, that was the his power weapon. glove is what brought him to the game zone. Yes. Yeah. That was a, that was actually a good show. That was a really that good was a show. fun show. Simon Belmont was an ass. <laughs> Uh, the Goldbergs have used the Power Glove, of course. They use everything. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been around, but did you know that one of our one of our favorite uh, B-movie actors and heroes of ours used a Power Glove? Which one? Uh, Ash from Ash vs. the Evil Dead. His prosthetic hand is a Power Glove. No shit. It's a repurposed power glove. Wow. Yes. So, I mean, these things, kind of shit concepts. I think, in the case of everything we've talked about, it's their vision and their minds get so far ahead of technology technology that they do it and then figure out how they're going to make it work. Yeah. And that's pretty much how this thing went. Yeah. They had it. They they it worked when it wanted to, but they didn't work out all the bugs when Nintendo said we need to mass produce this. Right, and I think I think that that's the kind of the uh, the folly of many of Nintendo's ideas. Yeah, they they would get out there. They would try to be so cutting edge that they would kind of shoot themselves in the foot. Oh yeah. Do you remember the? You mentioned the power pad. Did you ever play a power pad? Game? I played the power pad, but I would oh, always use that. my hands. 
<laughs> you would cheat at the power pad? Yes, dude. Like when you're doing the fucking track. The track, track and field. I tried the power pad once. Now, the power pad was a big mat you laid on the ground, and it had numbers on it. And you had track and field, I think, was one of the first and probably that. I think that was a game that was sold with it. Was track and track field. Track and field, yeah. And so you had different games, different track events, which I fucking hated track when I was in school. I didn't like running. I still don't like running. That's why I learned how to fight. Um, you learned how to fight on track and field? No, I learned how to fight so I didn't have to run. Oh. <laughs> so that's why I learned how to fight because I didn't want to fucking run. So the idea of playing a game where the goal was to run and you really had to run? Yeah. Fuck that. So, I don't think the power pad did well either. No, I don't think so. Uh, later on, games would come about where a power pad would be useful. Like Dance Dance Revolution, which I've played. Yeah. Not, nice. not well. I, I'm horrible at that game. But there were different games that came along that would have been useful. But in the early stages, again, I think the power pad, just like the power glove, just was ahead of its time. It's a lot of these things. They're, they're just ahead of their time. I think that's why they fail. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're right. I believe that's exactly the reason why these things fail. A lot of them are just way ahead of their time. Yeah, like Power Glyph. If that thing came out today, I think it would. I think it would be. I think it would work great. But I think they have the technology now to do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they don't need it now because they've got the fucking IR cameras mm-hmm. or the whatever the fuck you want to call them, like the virtual reality helmet yeah. things. And yeah, yeah. The time you had that virtual reality game and put me I've said it many times movies and shit like that don't scare me video games is what that's what scares me and that's because I'm so immersed I'm I'm a character in the video game yeah that when something jumps out it's jumping out at me not at somebody on the screen it's jumping out at me and you put that damn thing you put that scary ass zombie game on you remember that oh that thing was fucking awesome no it was terrifying and uh, then you had to to, to calm me down, you had to put that little kid cowboy game on to, oh, yeah. so I could shoot shit. <laughs> and your daughter was like, turn around and shoot over here. She was like getting pissed at me because I oh, wasn't playing yeah, it right. She was mad. She was mad. It, it, it wasn't she was mad because we were playing with it. She was mad because I wasn't playing it right. Dude, I'm just reading this real quick. Um, they designed this thing in eight weeks. The Power Glove? Yeah. They said it designed... Where the fuck did it go? They designed a power glove in a course of eight weeks. The power glove and data glove were based on Zimmerman's instrumental glove. Zimmerman built the first prototype that demonstrated flex fingers, movements, and hand positions, tracking and using ultrasonic transmitters. So that's what the sensors were for. Okay. They used ultrasonic sound. It's kind of like a, I guess, like a submarine. Yeah, it'd be like a, it'd be like holding a bat in your hand. Yeah, like you know, like a like a flying bat, not a baseball bat. But yeah, they, they basically the prototype is what they showed to Nintendo. You know, they should that would be cool to make a, a game where you hold a bat and it uses sonar. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, I like bats. I like bats too. Yeah, so does Ozzy. Yeah, I'm gonna get a bat tattoo. There you go. Yeah, right, right here on my arm. Right, where? Right, 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 right here. Right there. Right here. Yeah, on my arm. Right here. That'd be somebody, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it, that's a damn fine looking bat. Yeah. As I was going to say, that's I a am. damn fine looking bat right there. And the moose will say the same thing. Yep. But it'd be fake. It would. Yeah. Damn fine looking fake bats. That's right. Awesome band. If you, if you haven't heard them, check them out. Because uh, the damn fine looking fake bats is uh, 
kind of a Halloween band. They're for their fun. They're a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, they pop up every now and then. Usually about once a year, right around Halloween. Yeah. So, anything else you want to talk about here to wrap this up? To you know, any any final thoughts on some of the crap that we talked about? I like muscles. Yeah. I like in humanoids. I don't like pack. I don't like ET's game. Right. Nobody did. Nope. I still like the power glove. I never I'm still trying to get one. I, I would try to play one. I tried to buy one yeah. last. Like I said, I tried to buy one last year, and I was gonna do it, and I I missed my chance, and then I blew it off. Yeah. They were so it was like fifty bucks, dude. Oh wow! And now they're triple in price. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. But, but they made somebody. I don't know if it's another company, an off-brand company. They made another power glove. It doesn't have the power glove name on it. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. So it's like a, a like another Japanese company or something. They made like a knockoff. Knockoff, yeah. It's like a knockoff of the have? power glove. Huh. So that's one thing. I'm going to get the power glove, and I want to get another one of the uh, the gun, the Nintendo gun, the light gun, the light gun. Yeah, I want to get one of those for the for my display. Okay, so for display purposes only. Probably. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Well, no, we'll probably play with it. Yeah, we will. Yeah. We, we play with everything. Just like the laser tag shit I got. We just got to get batteries for Yes. Laser tag is awesome. I just hope they work. Yeah. So we'll have to shoot some video of us playing laser tag and put it up on the site. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll put it on the page. So we have two guns. We have two, two guns and two chest two things. Two chest pieces. And two bandolero strap things that are not going to fit around our fat asses. No, I already tried it. It does not fit. <laughs> We're a little beefier than uh, than eight year old kids. Eight year old kids back in uh, <laughs> when we were nineteen eighty six. Eighty six, yeah. So, all right. Well, let's wrap this up then. We'll put a little uh, put the lid back on this fucking thing, and we're gonna play that Atari game. I think we're gonna try to figure out if we can hook it up to the TV. Yes. So for the Retro Eighties Pop Culture Power, I am Mikey. I'm Corey, and we'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. Power Glove fucking sucked, and so did E.T. Power Glove was fucking awesome. You were shut your mouth. I almost slapped the shit out of you. I'm going to knock you into the basement with a bunch of fucking Reese's Pieces. I like Reese's Pieces. I like turtles. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Retro Renegade Pop Culture Power Hour. If you want to talk to the show, drop us an email. RetroPowerHour at gmail.com We'll see you next week.